0: Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna.
1: Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining my show today. Yes, this is the Stop Stopping Yourself show, and I am your host, Vincent Jenna, coming to you live from Raleigh, North Carolina. And I love that voice of the woman who introduces me. I'd love to meet her someday. I never met her. I've never met her in person, but she sounds so enticing, makes you want to listen to my show. I want to listen to it myself, but I can't listen to it until after I download the information because I usually have no idea what I'm going to say until I start speaking. Well, that's not true. I always have a subject, just like I have a subject today, and the subject today is about why is this virus lasting so long now one of the things that i want to bring to you a a, a lot of people enjoy listening to my work i mean obviously that's what's keeping me going keeping me in business keeping me helping others the thing about the work that I do is I, I constantly am pointing out what needs to be healed. And sometimes that does sound negative all the time. I'm not down Debbie Downer or Negative Nelly or whatever other jargon phrase there is about being negative. The point is that this isn't the um, top 40s radio station or feel-good station or spa station that you play in the background, so you just want to sit there and mellow out and feel good. Yeah, maybe there are some hosts on there that, that will do that, will make you feel good, right? We'll just play that stuff in the background. Ah, I can go in my sauna. I have a sauna here in my home, and I can just, you know, Ah, if you live in any of the legal states, you're going, ah, with a few gummies or maybe a couple of puffs. Ah, or maybe you can take a margarita and you go, ah, I'm not about just, ah, there's times for that. But you know what? Here's the amazing part. Here's the amazing part. You do the work that is necessary and you'll be going ah through the majority of your life, not in moments, but the majority. Now, wouldn't you want to be doing that instead of taking an ah break? You'll actually be taking a okay. I got to get down and start working a little bit more now break because the rest of the time all you'll be doing is walking around going, ah. I feel so peaceful. I feel calm. That's the purpose of the work. And that's the reason why I keep pointing out the things that need to be taken care of. Thus, today's episode. Look. I'm sure there are plenty of spiritual teachers out there that are saying today or have been saying this will be over soon. This will be over soon. This is it it gets better. It gets better. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. My answer to all of that is yes, there is a light at the end of the tunnel if we put it there. Yes, it will get better if we make the changes. Yes, everything is always okay if we make it okay. It doesn't happen on this planet now automatically. It does not heal itself automatically. God does not come along and say, "Okay, they've had enough torment and torture. Let's make it better now for them. No, it doesn't. Oh, God is crying down and going, um, people, you think you can stop it now? Um, have you had enough? No, you're going to make more. Okay, All right. I I can tell you right now you're going to be worn out. You're wearing yourself thin. I don't know how much stronger your spirit can stay. That's what God is saying. Because that's what we're doing. So let's look at why am I talking about this today? Why am I talking about this? Why? Because there's a category three hurricane about ready to hit Texas with the other one. Okay, that sizzled out, but they were coming together and there's other ones forming out in the ocean and there's fires raging in California and let's see north carolina had a five point something earthquake north carolina doesn't get earthquakes earthquakes we don't get earthquakes we moved to the east coast to stay away from the west coast earthquakes but no they're traveling over here now too. a five pointer okay it didn't cause major damage but a tornado did Going through a town and wiping out places? Okay, so we've got an apocalyptic appearance right now. And so we have to stop saying it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Not yet. Not yet. Why not yet? Why is this lingering? Why am I going here? Because there's still changes that need to be made and we can make them. Now we've got a problem. Now we've got a problem. Okay. and this isn't about politics or anything like that, but we do have an election. So now we've got more emotions that are coming to the surface and feeding in more negative emotions, more negative emotions. So we just, we, we just got through, if we even got through it. We got through protests and violence and destruction and more hatred and posting more anger now. And now we're going right into the, the crust of it, the peak of it, more of it. And we're going to turn. When do we learn? When do the majority of people learn? When do we learn? I'm not talking just about a minority of people. I am talking about almost half of the United States. And I'm only talking. So all of you people who are living in Canada that are listening and all the other wonderful countries, Australia, Vietnam, Japan, thank you for listening. Keep your doors open because a lot of people may be moving there. But. It doesn't matter where this is taking place. Again, America is like supposed to be an example, a big brother, big sister, you know, showing the other places how you can live together and 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 be harmonious and loving. Right. Okay, that's the way it is supposed to be. It's not that way right now. And I don't care about the subject matter. Here's the point. It doesn't matter if it's politics that's causing it or you think it's politics. It doesn't matter if you think it's racism that is causing it. It doesn't matter if you think that it's gender that is causing it or sexual orientation. None of that matters anymore. What matters is that there is still that stuff out there because of the disharmony within yourself or within each other or within the other people. Disharmony. So, listen, I don't want anybody who's listening to me right now to turn around and say, well, he's not talking about me. Because I am talking about you because I know this disharmony of some nature within you. Otherwise, you'd be manifesting everything in your life that you want to manifest. So there has to be a disharmony. There has to be a blockage. There has to be a lack of faith. Um, There has to be that little child within you that has scars, unless you came from the Brady Bunch. Even they had scars. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha right they had some insecurities going there boy i tell you little bobby who. the runt of the entire group ooh he had such problems in there you just didn't see it they just looked sweet and wonderful right they coded over any of the issues and the problems which is what we do we code over our issues and problems and i'm not negating myself from this conversation i've got my issues and problems in the process of selling a home, and yes, yes, can I level out my stress? Can I sit there and go, okay, calm down. Everything is going to get done that needs to get done. And do I handle it better than most? Yeah, I would say so. I put 37 years of work in to be able to do that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm um, grateful that I'm not experiencing some of the stuff that everybody else may be experiencing when they deal with stress. I'm still sleeping very soundly. Don't wake up at three o'clock in the morning. That's for sure. Don't have horrible nightmares. Have dreams. My dreams let me know if there's anything that I need to change. Oh, yeah, they let me know right away. Which is great. Then I wake up and I go, okay, let me pay attention to that. So I think I'm doing a fairly good job in handling it. I'm going to get some stretches, especially when you sell a home, right? You're having an open house and you want it to look absolutely beautiful and perfect. Everybody, if you go to Century 21, you can actually look up my home and see a virtual tour in there. Um, I live in Raleigh, North Carolina on Ocean Crest Circle. There you go. Now I'm going to have all my listeners show up at my door. Come on. Come on to Open House this weekend. Love to see you. Just wear a mask and gloves, I guess. I don't know. But the point is we have to start really focusing on our disharmony, especially now. Especially now. Let me tell you something. (laughs) There can be a lot of stress and everything, you know, again, here we go, you know, whatever person gets into office, whatever policies are created for LBGTQ that people may not like. If it's not those things that are going to affect you, it'll be something else. Understand that. The, again, yes, we need to apply some energy and and make stances in our lives for what we believe in that is strong, absolutely. But again, that should not be the major focus. The major focus is what causes those issues, and it is self-disharmony. Lack of connection. And what causes disharmony is lack of connection to spirit, to source, lack of connection. So I want you to think of of a. Um, a tube, a hose, um, a channel of some kind, a tunnel that connects you, your soul down here on Earth to source. Right. OK. Yeah, the, to, to try to understand it and you say, well, where is the soul? OK, well, your soul is here. Your soul is here. Your essence is here. But your essence of this lifetime is here. Not your over soul, not the soul that the God source created. The major part of you is in another dimension um, with the God source. It's in that higher dimension, your higher over soul. Edgar Cayce called it an oversoul. soul. There's other other names for it, but the actual soul that the God source created, the big part of you is not directly connected here. Remember in religion, particularly Christianity, it said after eating of the fruit of the Garden of Eden, you lost the Holy Spirit. You lost the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit represented the connection between um, you and source. And then Christianity turned it into a triune. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit disconnected you from the Father and the Son, which in actuality, metaphorically, it means you are the Son, actually, and you disconnected yourself from the source, the Spirit, the Father. And that that connection was referred to as that Holy Spirit. So that's what you lost. So think of it as a tunnel. Think of it as a tube. Think of it as a channel. Um, I loved Shirley MacLaine's vision of it was an umbilical cord, an umbilical cord in her book um, Out on a Limb. She referred to seeing an umbilical cord connecting her soul to another dimension to her higher soul. Now, your higher soul is what's directly connected to the God source. So there's this channel between your earthly soul and your higher soul and source. So just think of that. All right. So and the reason why you want to vision that is because. Anything that happens to you negatively that leaves you with a negative self-feeling, a doubt, a fear, a concern, It, it literally puts a crimp on that channel, on that tube. So if you think of like taking a clip You know, those clips that you use to hold your to to reseal your packages of chips and stuff and crackers, you fold over the top edge. Right. And then you put one of those clips on them. pampered chef sells them. We've got a ton of them. My wife used to sell pampered chef. So we've got bags of those clips. I'm surprised she doesn't put one on my lips, you know, to seal them shut. But that doesn't matter. There isn't a clip strong enough to keep my lips together. So think of one of those clips putting a crimp on that channel. And when there's a crimp on the channel, nothing can come in. No intuition, no guidance, no messages from the God source. So obviously, the more negativity you go through in your life, the worse you feel about yourself, the more clips that are on there. So that's why you now have people walking around just as earth beings, humans, earth humans that are fearful, that you're not going to care about them because they were never cared for before the right way. You're not going to protect them because they weren't protected before. Their parents didn't champion them the way they were supposed to. They didn't necessarily nurture them the way they were supposed to, make them feel special, make them feel divine, make them feel unlimited, make them feel magnificent, whatever the environmental beginnings were of your life that will influence how you believe about yourself we've talked about this over and over and over again right and so think of putting clips on those that channel that connects you now anything now now because you're human you're subject to any influence you're subject to any belief you're subject to listening and following another person following a cult you know, believing that some group of people are bad, whatever, because you'll come up with different reasons and excuses. Remember, then the defense mechanism, the defensive mind kicks in because the brain has to protect you. So it'll create a different belief for you, even if it's dysfunctional or maladaptive, that belief, it doesn't matter, just as long as it's protecting you in some way, because you're so clipped. You're so shut down to source, to spirit, to to an an internal knowing. Even if you don't hear directly from spirit, or source without those clips, there's at least a knowing inside a recollection, shall we say. Right where where. Stuff seems familiar to you. You realize that, okay, you know, I may not exactly know why I feel this, but I do know that it's okay. I do know I'm in control. I do know that I can change my life. I feel it. It resonates with me, resonates. We use that word a lot in the spiritual world, right? does it resonate with you instead of instead of authors and speakers turning around and saying you believe what i'm saying they say politically correct does it resonate with you but they're still saying don't you believe what i'm saying (laughs) they just make it sound better right our choice of words to make things sound better sounds more intellectual resonate because it does resonate because there is a knowing inside there is a feeling inside but that's only if you're unclipping that tube that connection that umbilical cord that tunnel whatever you want to call it that channel i refer to it as a channel as well in my my classes so you need to do what you can to unclip to find your harmony, your balance inside, your reconnection to source. Otherwise you're left to fend for yourself here alone completely. And the result can be anything. Look, you can even be following I'm I'm talking not to non-believers right now. Otherwise you wouldn't be listening to Unity Online Radio. I mean, if you are, and this is the first time that you're listening, oh, fabulous, good for you for taking the chance to hear something open. But if not, chances are you've been following this work. My my followers out there have been listening to my show for a long time now, which I appreciate completely. So you already know that you're on a path of some kind. However, don't be fooled by that path. Because even some of the most spiritually following people um, or spiritually inclined, they still have clipped channels. They just want to believe you may just want to believe that you believe in this stuff. But if you are still suffering or hurting in any way, if there is still a lot of lack in your life, if there's still less guidance, less fulfillment, then it doesn't matter how much you're listening. You need to heal. You need to go in there. You need to. Unclip, find out what those clips are. And it's real easy to find out what those clips are. Just ask yourself what those clips are. You, you know, you're not. OK, the word detachment, you are separated. You're separated from your source. You're separated from the God source, but you're not detached. So separation, look, look, right. We are um, right. Uh, socially distant or a uh, physically distant that's what we want to really call it because socially distant makes it sound like we are disconnecting from each other right you're socially distant from each other so you're you're detached you're physically away from each other but you cannot be physically detached from yourself you're attached i mean i'm Unless you're robotic and there's pieces of you that can come apart and you can put them away at night and then you get up in the morning and you reattach yourself. But short of that, I assume that you are all attached to yourselves. You're attached to your mind. You're attached to your soul. You're attached to your beliefs. And believe it or not, you're attached to God. You're attached to spirit. That is not what separation means. Separation means that there is something in your attachment that is between you and it. You know, when when um, you're bleeding badly, right, what do they do? They tie a tourniquet around your arm, your leg or someplace to stop the blood as best it can from from coming out, right? They put a tourniquet on you. When you go for a blood test, what do they do before they stick in that friggin' damn 20 inch long needle just to take one vial of blood? As you can tell, I am needle phobic, right? They put a tourniquet on, above there to just tighten and stop the flow of blood to pump up the uh, vein a little bit more so that it can all shoot into the vial. Take that's, that's what I'm talking about is a separation. They're just trying to separate they, You know, you're not detached. They're not detaching. They're not severing it. They're not cutting it off. They're not amputating your arm. They're just separating the blood from you, the forearm blood from the lower arm blood. Right. So you are separate in that way from the God source, not detached from the God source. The clip is what's separating you. The clip. You, 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 The issues from your past have formed those clips and have formed the separation. The f- forgetting about how divine you are is the biggest clip of all. And that will absolutely separate you right you can be um um what do bad marriages do they separate to start with before they get a divorce to see if they can get along with each other they separate they're still married they're still one unit but they separate emotionally so it's almost like you are separating from the god source but you're not divorced and unlike a marriage you can't can't ever divorce yourself from God. Even if you are a supposed devil worshiper, you cannot separate yourself from God. Um, and and, And the proof of that, the proof of that is you wouldn't bother defining whether you believe in God or not if you were separate. Think about this for a moment after we come back from a break that we are about ready to have hold that in your thoughts stay with me this is the stop stopping yourself show i am your host Vincent and jenna and we'll see you in just a couple of minutes three or two i believe if i counted them right see you soon
0: Discover the Power Within, Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna.
1: All right, we're back. Um, I'm Vincent Jenna. and uh, if you're just joining us, we were talking about why everything is lingering out there, why the coronavirus, why um, this is taking so long and and how to open up the channel that is you to source and spirit. And just before the commercial break, um, I had said that even if you are um, worshiping the devil, you are still connected to source. And there's a part of you that believes in spirit and God. You're you're just if you did not believe in something, you wouldn't even question it or bother with it. For example, before there was television, nobody sat there forming a belief as to whether there could be or not or whether television was real or not. You know, because we didn't, we were ignorant of it. We didn't know that there could be television. So nobody even raised a question about it until it was created. Once it was created, then you had your believers in it and your non-believers in it. Yes, we did. We had people out there that said television was going to be the ruination. We still have people that say that television is the ruination of, of our society and of the kids right and um and so they they formed their beliefs then, but they could only form it once they saw that it exists, so how do you dis- disbelieve in God or spirit and form a a practice against it or call yourself a skeptic or a cynic if you don't? believe in it you wouldn't even waste your time thinking about it you only spend your time forming a belief about something you know exists i'm going to repeat that because that is very profound you only spend your time forming an opinion about something you know exists. Now you may not always know it on a conscious level, but you definitely know it on an unconscious level. Otherwise you wouldn't need to form an opinion about it. You would ignore it. You wouldn't even think twice about it. You know, I I um wait God, I I mean I heard people talk about it. Um I, I never really gave it any thought. so that would show that you didn't believe in it but the moment you need to form an opinion about it you believe it the moment you need to hate something it's because you loved it first because you want to love it we create the polar the polarization it doesn't exist automatically get that out of your head too please Boy, one day I'm going to do a show on all these fallacies and misunderstandings. This world is not polarized. Only the earth is. We got a North Pole. We got a South Pole. It's only because it's physical. In our world, in the world that spirit created, there is only one pole. There is only love. There is only caring. There's only compassion. There's only positiveness. We created the rest. That's how we created a polarized world, is the moment we got clips on that channel and we forgot who we were connected and what we were connected to and we blocked that from coming through, the result is when you block love. The result is hatred. The opposite of love is not hatred. The opposite of love is fear. You become fearful. And then from fear, you create hate. From fear, you create disillusionment. From fear, you create the feeling of rejection and abandonment. But... It is not the opposite. It's not a polarization. Sadness is not the polarized opposite of of happiness. We cause that. We stake that because we want to label it. Because as soon as we separated from source and stopped feeling happy, the result of not feeling happy is the word sadness, is the feeling sadness. But we could just leave it as not happy. We don't have to put a label on it. It's once we keep labeling things and labeling things we don't need to label that we then label the labels. So we labeled happiness and sadness as opposites. That's a label. The word opposite is the label that we put on happiness and sadness, with a both, which are both labels. So we need to even label the labels. Then we categorize the labels. <laughs> What we're doing is we're not understanding them. That's what happens. That's what we're doing. We're not understanding them. So the opposite of connection is not separation. It is not being blocked. The lack of connection makes you feel blocked. The lack of connection makes you feel separated. And the lack of connection makes you feel disharmony. So we started this show talking about why is the virus lingering? Why are all these problems lingering? Because we have become more negative. We are not reversing. Remember when we were just dealing with the virus alone? The doctors were telling us social distancing and wearing a mask, saying separate from each other was going to bring down the numbers. So we had the lockdown, right? We had the lockdown. And then shortly after that, chaos hit the fan. You know what I'm talking about, that S-H word. Hit the fan. Poopy doos. And everything started going crazy. And then the more crazy we became, more craziness occurred. More craziness out there occurred. And then the craziness continued and keeps feeding in. Now what's happening is... Our negativity and all of the craziness, we were supposed to stop that. Remember, remember, spiritually, the doctors were saying the social distancing was bringing down the number spiritually and metaphysically. All your teachers were telling you how we're going to change the new normal. We're going into a new world. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And we have to make new changes. And we have to bring out our compassion and our love and our caring. And we were all going to do that. When? When were we going to do that? It, It is, we're coming into September. I think we were talking about doing it in June. At least July maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was meant for August. We put it off until August that we were going to make the changes. Oh, nope, nope. Now we've got other things. Now we've got all that focus on the election and stuff like that. So more negativity coming out. More anger. Okay, maybe September. How about October? November? No, definitely not November. December. December. Christmas will do it. No, friggin' Christmas is being canceled. And certainly Santa Claus can't go around from house to house. Oh, my gosh. He'd be the major spreader. Can you imagine that? Santa Claus going into a coronavirus house and then going into the next house next door or across the other side of the world. Yeah, I know you're laughing right now. I know I'm laughing. Sounds ridiculous, but it's not. Because it's all metaphoric as to what we're doing. We don't need Santa Claus to spread it again. We're doing a good job of it ourselves. Oh, let's send our kids to school. Those little tykes, those poor little kids that are supposed to stay six feet apart from each other. Are you kidding me? Are you, are you really kidding me, people? Adults, parents out there. I've got a, I'm a person that I know who's advocating advocating for kids to be in school they're going to be damaged if they don't go to school their their learning capacity is going to be halted it's going to be diminished oh give me a break kids are so friggin resilient if they can bounce back from three family divorces they certainly can deal with school being delayed and them learning virtually and quite honestly i've never seen a kid have a hard time learning a computer game and they spend all their time on the internet use that of course use it take advantage of it they're not going to have a hard time focusing their attention The teacher it's up to the teacher to make sure they keep their attention let's turn teaching into a video game i promise you we'll have geniuses graduating every single one of them and there are video games that educate so so they know how to reach the kids it isn't a matter of that anymore. It's all a matter of of beliefs. And so we have to get smart out there because now we're affecting the environment so badly. So badly. All right? Look at what's happening around us, the negativity. When are we going to learn that we are part of this earth? Those hurricanes, man. One right after another. Look, I don't care if they turn into tropical storms and they're not as bad as a category five hurricane. They're still causing damage. They're still causing fear and they're still causing stress. Everything is right now. Think about that. Blood pressure medication should be on the rise right now. The pharmacy who is making, well, they're all making blood pressure medication. Everybody's blood pressure is up. And yet, we're wanting to say that we're getting better and there's a light at the end of the tunnel there's only a light there if you create it you cannot see a light at the end of a tunnel that has a clip on it yes the light is there yes source is there spirit is there the best part of us is there it's all there. The greatest part of who we are is there. Our divinity is there. It's always been there. We have to open ourselves up to it. You cannot open yourself up to it until you start recognizing what causes you to be negative to start with. Your your frustration, your resentment, your, your choices of life, what you choose to believe in, whatever philosophies whatever theories, whatever policies that you want to believe in are all created from those belief systems, maladaptive or good. And you cannot know how many good beliefs you have other than By recognizing what is the lack in your life now, to the extent of the lack that you have in your life is the extent of the maladaptive beliefs you're still holding on to. Use that. Use that. Use that barometer. Use that scale. 100% abundant and fulfilled to 0% abundant and fulfilled. Where do you place yourself on that scale? Wherever it is, 20% fulfilled, 20% abundant, that means you have 80% maladaptive beliefs. 90% abundant, you still have 10% maladaptive beliefs. Don't settle for that. Go for the gusto. Go for it all, right? You're in the middle. You're halfway there. That's how you determine how many maladaptive beliefs you have. The more you remove the maladaptive beliefs, the more the good beliefs form. The more you form good beliefs, the more the maladaptive beliefs will leave you. But you got to believe you can't just practice it, it um Edgar Casey again. I love his material, the stages of consciousness, the stages of knowing. We come into the world and we don't know that we don't know. And then we keep incarnating and eventually. We know, but don't know, we know. So now we start acting a little bit better, maybe make some better choices, but we don't know why. Why? When something inside of us is starting to guide us. And we come into the world again and we know, but think we know what we know. So now you're forming some beliefs. Oh, I think this is working because I go to church every Sunday. Oh, I think this is working because um, I'm a guy. Or I think this is working um, uh, because I volunteer a lot. And it's not until we come to a point of knowing that we know that is the highest of all, knowing that we know we're living what we know we're supposed to be living, walking your talk. That's the final evolution of who you are. That is what you should be shooting for, not just understanding part, not just going to the classes, and think you know the word "know" when E Casey uses it means something that you can intellectually know versus something that is totally ingrained inside of you that you know and believe and that you're responding to that's the different knowings he's talking about the conscious knowing and the unconscious living it so so we're we're all shooting for. Consciously knowing every bit of information we were given upon creation and using it, using it to the advantage of ourselves and the advantage of the life and others in the world. So you're shooting for that until that point, and And the way you know, you know, is your life becomes fulfilled. And there's joy and there's bliss and there's harmony. Even in the midst of all the negativity, look, you can have an apple tree and yes, the entire tree can be diseased, but for the most part, you may get one fruit that has worms in it and where the other fruit are are fine. They're just fine. So you can grow beautiful fruit right in the midst of disease. And there's that example in every aspect of life. So don't turn around and think that just because all of the other disharmony that is on the planet is affecting you. No, you're affecting yourself by the other disharmony. No, you are not an empath. I hate that word. I really do dislike it because it's become a great excuse. So I'm so sensitive. I pick up all the negativity around me. I can't watch the news because I pick up all that negativity by watching it. No, you're not picking it up. It's reminding you of your own negativity. Heal your negativity and you can be right in the middle of it. I watch everything that's on TV and it doesn't change my life. It motivates my life. I'm not saying I'm special either because there are a lot of people who can do that. It's a goal. It's a goal, right? It's like going to the beach. Everybody else is getting burnt all over the place. And what? I'm supposed to stay away from the sun and the beach? I use suntan lotion. I don't get burnt. I don't get burnt at all. I stay under an umbrella. I use a shade. But I'm out there at the beach enjoying myself right in the midst of where I can get burnt. So life is that way too. Life is that way too. You can be in the middle of a crowd and they're doing nothing but talking negative and hating and you yourself because your beliefs are strong, can stand there. And yes, it may frustrate, frustrate you to hear all of this disbelief and disharmony and this negativity. Yeah, and I'm not saying you're not gonna get frustrated from it, but it is not gonna change your life and it's not gonna bring you down unless it's reminding you of your own issues. It's your own issues that bring you down. It is never, ever, ever, ever anybody else's issues that bring you down. Not your children, not your spouse, not your best friend, Not your parents. Their issues do not bring you down. Their issues remind you of your own. Worrying about your children does not bring you down. Making you feel like a bad parent because of what your children are going through is what brings you down. Because if you have self-love, if you have self-understanding, if you recognize how great you are, then just because your children may be having a hard time, that part of you that knows and understands will also know they're going to be okay. And that all you have to do is teach them to believe in themselves and to recognize their connection to spirit, to recognize their magnificence. And so you might have to work harder at it. But you only become worried with it when it's reminding you of of your issues. What was what did I do as a parent to make my child have problems? That's what causes the problem. That's what causes the worry. That's what causes the fear. Oh, my spouse, my partner, my wife, my husband doesn't love me. What did I do? Right? Or my parent, I'm so worried about my parents. Why are you worried about your parents? They went through all life and up until the point of having you, that they did fine. Well, whatever their choices were. Well, I'm worried because they're ill. Well, they created that. And if you had any belief in yourself, you would believe that you have to feed them positiveness and feed into the positive pool in order to help them, not the negative pool, not the pool of worry. So it's never about another person that is bringing you down, it's always about yourself. So recognize that as well. Do I am I compassionate now about the people that are suffering out there, that the people that may be dying of coronavirus and the the family members that are losing them? Yes, absolutely. Compassion is completely different. Is it bringing my life down? No, it is not. It is motivating me to do more. It is motivating me to get out there and be a light. To help stop the suffering and the hurting of others. That's what it's supposed to be doing. That's what compassion. To sit there and be compassionate and go, oh, I feel so bad and do nothing means you're not compassionate. You're faking it. Oh, I know a couple of people just now just went, "Ah, I'm not faking it. I really am compassionate. Well, if you really are compassionate, compassion causes positive action compassion causes positive action empathy not empath empathy causes positive action caring causes positive action being kind causes positive action sitting back and just saying all of that causes absolutely nothing except it feeds your Your defense mechanisms, I'm not going to use the word ego, because if any of you have know me and know my lecture, God and your ego are one, you will realize I do not believe that the ego is bad. I do believe that it's your defense mechanisms that get in the way, not your ego. If you were to feed your ego, you'd be doing the right stuff. I'll say that again because I love that. If you were feeding your ego, you'd be doing the right stuff because it feels incredible to help your neighbor. It feels incredible to love another person. It feels incredible to share your life and your joys and your abundance. And that's what feeds your ego, which is the gift that God gave us so that we can feel the joy of who we are. Without an ego, you can't feel your magnificence. We wouldn't even need the word. Without ego, you can't feel your divinity. Without ego, you can't feel love. And all of our egos have been bruised and damaged. They've been thwarted and pushed down in many different ways. So heal yourself, heal yourself, people. We can turn this around. We've got to stop this. Don't ask me what's coming up. Figure it out yourself. But stop kidding yourself. Put the work in. Motivate yourself to be the positive change in the world. By being the positive change in your own individual life, you will see the changes take place around you. It is like a ripple in the water. Once you do something for yourself it starts to spread and if enough of the, us a critical mass of us do enough it spreads share these things take the time when you hear something good even on Facebook share all of these unity online shows right are posted they're 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 downloadable their podcast. Share them. Take the time to share them. Don't just share the funny meme that you want to make your friends laugh with. Share something positive with them and say, listen, take the time to listen to this. You need this. That's caring. That's helping somebody else. It's not all bull crap that we're putting out there. So share it. Share something good. Share yourself. Share your values. Share your light. Don't hold it to yourself. Don't worry about what people are going to think about you right now. If the people are going to think something harsh about you, they're going to think something harsh about you, whether you share you're a spiritual person or if you don't share, you're a beautiful spiritual person. They'll complain about your hair or the clothes you wore or the weight you've gained during this COVID lockdown. Whatever. Don't worry about them Think about the change you can make in your own personal life. Love yourself. Stop judging yourself. And you won't be thinking others are going to judge you. Right? All right. I've come to the end of my show. I'm off my box now. I love you all. Heal yourself, heal the world. Let's stop what's going on around us and all this craziness and chaos. Create a spiritual umbrella. Join me again next week. I love you guys. Have a fabulous week. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I'm your host, Vincent Jenna. Share these podcasts and listen to the rest of the wonderful hosts coming up today and the rest of the week. Bye-bye, everybody.